Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is real estate and mortgage markets, where we are, where we've been, and where we're going. It's our Real Estate Mortgage Shop's 10-year anniversary show. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post with our podcast at jogarner.com. Well, today, Tom King and I have our famous magic binoculars in the studio, so we can look 10 years back in time to what our real estate market looked like compared to where we are today. Then we're going to look through the cloudy end, the other end of the binoculars, to peer 10 years into the future. And we're looking at what we can do today with real estate and financing to prepare for a more comfortable future. Well, we've got Tom King, our expert appraiser with Bill King Company, back in the studio. And Tom, it is so befitting for you to be seated in the studio today since you and I were seated here 10 years ago for Real Estate Mortgage Shop's debut show. We were so nervous, you could probably hear my teeth chattering and our paper rattling in our in our hands. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, definitely. It seemed like only yesterday. Well, thank you, Tom, for sharing so much of your real estate appraisal knowledge and advice with our listeners. Take a moment and tell our new listeners a little bit about yourself, Tom, and what you do for your clients. All right. Well, it's good to be here. I cannot believe it's been 10 years, but uh, uh, my name is Tom King. I'm a second-generation appraiser, and I appraise homes in uh, Tennessee and Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County, uh, mortgage loan, relocation, uh, anything that might have to do with court. I'm not afraid to go there. Uh, for probate or divorce or anything like that. So, and some people just want to know what their house is worth. So uh, that's that's what I do. And gosh, in in the past ten years, it's been crazy. Ten years ago, we were thinking about if someone wanted to sell their house, how much money they'd have to bring to the closing because they were, underwater. <laughs> they were upside down on their house. In other words, the mortgage was more than the sales price. And uh, I was doing foreclosure appraisals, and now it's a happy, happy time because values have come back and uh, people are refinancing, getting the low rates, and all that stuff is good. <laughs> well, you know, Tom, as a mortgage loan officer for over 30 years, I've been, enjoyed a front row seat on my clients' home buying and refinance journey. So many of these clients had big dreams and some big barriers, too. I've learned so much from these clients who came up with some exciting and innovative ways to overcome roadblocks so they could enjoy a better life. And, you know, they've, they've got some good stories. Oh, that's right. And it's, it's, it's a great time to be helping people in this business. And like I said, it's the most fun I've ever had. And me, too. I have to say I love it. That's why I'm still doing it. I'm that's sure right. That's why you're doing it. That's right. But some of our listeners may remember the story of John and Mandy Flatman, also known as the Flanneries in my new book, Choosing the Best Mortgage, the Quickest Way to the Life You Want. Ten years ago, the Flannerys were struggling to survive the ravages of the Great Recession with its real estate crash. The Flatmans have shared this on our show, Real Estate Mortgage Shop, about going from heavy hardships to home ownership. The real estate market had crashed. Homeowners owed more on their homes, as you said, Tom, than what someone could, would pay for them. Credit was tight. Homes were sitting on the market. Lenders were settling for less than what was owed on the mortgage just to help get houses sold. 
The Flannerys lost their jobs, their cars, and were losing their home during an economic turndown during 2010. They had two young children, and they yearned to own their own home again so their children could play outside safely and not be cooped up in an apartment. The loss of the car and health issues delayed this couple from getting the better-paying jobs they needed, so the cycle of hardship just pressed down on them. Mr. Flannery said, Time after time, I would finally get up on my feet and something else would crash in on me and take me down again. He said it was like a terrible movie where you just want to click the TV off, but you can't because the movie is about you and you are the actor on the stage and the film is still rolling. <laughs> and no take twos. <laughs> no take two, right? That's right. <laughs> well, the Flannerys considered signing up for a program to help them resolve some debt issues, but there was going to be a cost to the program. They tried something else, but it didn't work either. No quick fixes. They went to a special meeting about managing finances at church one evening, and that is where I got to meet the Flannerys. And through a strong faith in God and just tenaciously working on their budget and applying any extra to paying off some debt and paying down some credit cards, the Flannerys emerged debt-free a few years later, and I got to be on their home buying journey as their lender. It was a spectacular celebration that day at the loan closing. But we're going to be looking at our current real estate marketing into the future later in the show. But for now, remember to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. That's right. <laughs> well, connect with me at jogarner.com. Call me the old-fashioned way so I can hear your story. Let's explore what you can accomplish with your mortgage. Call me, 901-482-0354. But, Tom, you've got the magic binoculars up here, and if we, we've had these for about 10 years. That's right. And you look through one end, you can see back into the murky mist of the past, and if you look through the other end, Tom, you never have fixed that lens. It's still really cloudy. <laughs> That's right. And if you look on our pictures, you'll see that it's an actual ship's uh, uh, telescope from World War II. That, I know. It really Solid is brass. a telescope, yes, actually. Yes, it is. So uh, that's what we call the magic binoculars. And it's it's uh, been amazing to see what's happened in the past 10 years. And uh, values have come up. And people ask me all the time, is it a bubble? Okay. And I say, this is not a bubble. I said, our values have been depressed for six to eight years and we're just coming back from that right and with uh the ford plant coming into town uh the uh saint saint jude is building 11 billion dollar expansion things are growing faster than we can see and that brings tremendous demand you know i had a friend that was in uh that rents houses out and he said two days after they uh, announced the Ford plant coming in, they said, let's uh, – I got a call from Cal- uh, Arizona, and it said, I want to buy houses in Memphis, Tennessee, because that's where the market is co- going. And uh, it's been a great, great ride, and it's not over – it ain't over yet. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll use bad English and, and say, uh, uh, enjoy the ride. Memphis is growing I mean, we're still cheaper than other cities in Tennessee, and we're we're gonna we're gonna grow up and be big boys now. So uh, that's part of what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and it's it's just a great time to be in the real estate business. It's a great time to uh, own a home. I was in a house yesterday, and 
uh, the lady said, well, I bought this house for such and such, and it's gone up a whole lot. And I said, ma'am, just be glad you're in the game. That's right. That's and, right. And homeownership is fantastic, and it's, it's uh, increasing people's wealth and doing a whole lot for this city and the country in, uh, in a, as a whole. Well, we've got a trifecta going on right now that I have never seen. I don't think anybody alive has seen anything like this. The trifecta being that we have the lowest rates in history. We've seen the lowest rates in history. We're seeing the highest values. That in the highest increase in Increase values. in values. That's Thank right. You. Yes. And running right alongside of all that is a robust real estate market. That's right. And a, and a basically good economy. So uh, it's all extremely good. The outlook for the next 10 years looks very bright. Yes. We have uh, emerging markets coming in that uh, the millennials are leading the charge right now. And the emerging markets are the early, the um, the younger millennials are still going to be coming in buying homes, at least based on surveys. Generation Z right behind them. And as long as the market continues to um, to stay healthy, I believe that this emerging market will carry our, our uh, real estate market for at least seven years. And those low interest rates have made it affordable. Right. It's like they don't uh, – people would rather not know what the price is. Just say, if, it's, if I can pay this much, then I don't care what the price may be. Well, you're on Real Estate Market Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do, do it, it today. today. When we come back, Tom King, our 40-plus year real estate appraiser veteran, will be taking us on a journey to explore what we're going through with our real estate market 10 years ago, where we are today, and where he sees our market going. See you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC, 92.1 FM, and WEGRHD2 Memphis, an iHeart radio station, now number one for podcasting. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46 Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. Names are changed and minute details on stories shared on Real Estate Mortgage Shop to protect privacy. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. I might be cheap, but I'm not broke. I get my nicotine from secondhand smoke. I stand proud in hand-me-downs and use hotels, so I might be cheap, but I'm not broke. All right. Well, you might be cheap, but you're not broke. That's right. (laughs) Pay attention to that budget. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We also have in the studio, we have Tom King, who is our expert appraiser. And Tom, what is the phone number for you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're talking about real estate and mortgage markets and where we are going. And uh, we're going to do something we like to do every week, only we're pre-recorded today. So we're just going to talk about our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. It is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle, also known as the voice of Memphis history. 
to find out more, go to jimmyogle.com. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474, and they can help you with your landscaping project. And if you enjoy Memphis history, check out some of our past podcasts and show notes at jogarner.com. Just click on the Power Podcast tab and find some of the shows where we do the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Jimmy Ogle adds so many details in there that we don't have a chance to share on the air. But uh, Jimmy Ogle has been a special guest and co-host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop a few times over the last 10 years. That's right. And, you know, Tom, let's just play an excerpt from uh, March 14th, 2015, of Jimmy Ogle himself right here in the studio talking about Memphis. All right. In the 1880s, a man by the name of George Waring came to town. He separated the sewage water from the drinking water. Oh, how Pretty nice. Pretty healthy thing to do the yellow fever <laughs> epidemic, you know. And then 1887, right there at Court and Thomas, there's a historical marker up. That's where we found our first artesian well, about 350 feet down. Really? In downtown Memphis. Curiously, on the same land Thomas Edison used to live on. Really? He lived in Memphis, Tennessee, back in the 1860s. Now, whereabouts did Thomas Edison live? Where uh, is it Court now? and Thomas. Court I mean, and it's, Thomas. It's basically right across from the downtown elementary school. So that's where uh, he lived? That's where he lived. He worked at the uh, military telegraph company across from Court Square. He invented the telegraph le- relay here. He uh, <laughs> invented a contraption you could electrocute cock roaches while he was here, believe it or not. <laughs> and he was a bat boy for the amateur baseball team, our second most famous bat boy. Stan Bronson at the University of Memphis is our number one. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records, you know. But uh, Thomas Edison was moving around the country because he's a creative guy and his bosses are always getting jealous. So he happened to stop in Memphis for a couple of years. And <laughs> How interesting is that? And connected with water, by the way. So There you go. Uh, you know, that's, uh, and water is very inexpensive here, too. You look on that MLG and W bill and and that water's nothing. When the American Queen comes here, the big riverboat, it gets 80,000 gallons of potable water here in Memphis. Oh, my goodness. It's only a several hundred dollars it costs them. You know, we think about that. So we're very fortunate to have not only the water supply. You look at California and some of these other areas are going through droughts and have regulations and Oh, and their utilities are very expensive. Yeah, yeah, but our water is very inexpensive and very tasty. And that's why we have these microbreweries popping up, too. That's yes. right. Like Ghost River and stuff. That's We're a gold thing. mine. Memphis is yeah. a gold mine, isn't mm-hmm. it? I know we are a gold mine, aren't we, Tom? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was Jimmy Ogle himself. And uh, we love you, Jimmy, the voice of Memphis history. And he has contributed so much and continuing to for Real Estate Mortgage Shop's Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. But we are talking about, uh, we're we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary today for Real Estate Mortgage Shop being on the air. And Tom, you and I debuted 10 years ago. <laughs> That's right. That's so right. We're, we're just kind of taking a look around. We're looking uh, at our real estate mortgage markets, where we are, where we've been, where we're going. So Tom, you've already covered a little bit about where, we, where we've come from over the last 10 years and some of the challenges that homeowners had at that time. And you've also moved us up to the current day and homeowners are enjoying their uh that catch up you said that we've had that that catching up of the values coming back that's right that's right but yeah keep let's let's just keep looking through our magic binoculars here let's uh let's talk about um today let's talk about the the who's got challenges and who is really winning in this market today Uh, all right well i'd say the winners are just about everybody you know if you sell your house you've sold it for a profit and if you buy a house, you're looking forward to future profits. And uh, that's just fantastic. And, and you know, Joe, a lot of times it, there are multiple offer situations in these uh, in almost every house and in every neighborhood. And the highest offer not necessarily gets you the is the winning offer. 
uh, I talked to a lady the other day, and she bought a house in Bartlett, and uh, she was a Marine veteran, and the seller was a, a veteran also, and she put the best offer she could put in, but she knew it wasn't the highest. And what happened is that the uh, the seller found out that she's getting a VA loan, and she's he said, you know what, I want to sell this house to a to a fellow veteran that mm-hmm. I know is going to you know take care of the not only the house but the neighborhood also. So those are the kind of things that uh, go into the the thinking and and you know. Selling a house is an emotional experience. Mm-hmm. It's not just it's it's not like a balance sheet or selling a car or anything else like that. You're you're selling your home, and based on that, you know people may not take the the highest offer. So you got to find out if you want to get a house, you know, find out what the seller really wants, and. Uh, conform your offer to that. And what I mean by that is saying, uh, find out when he wants to uh, move, possession date, uh, things like that. Maybe offer him a a month or so in the house after the closing to to get done. Uh, Maybe you've got some other things that uh, you can add to that. Right. You know, another thing we found too, Tom, is that Usually the sellers are the seller's real estate agent. They do uh, feel more comfortable with local lenders that have good reputations, so that's worked very well. And on the lending side, another thing we do to fortify that first-time home buyer, that home buyer who is in a competitive situation, is that uh, we will go ahead and review ahead of time their income documents, their asset documents, their credit and we'll we'll type them an email and say, look, we've reviewed your income documents, we've reviewed your your assets, we've reviewed your credit. We're getting an approved eligible on our underwriting software at this point. You are a very strong borrower, and we look forward to celebrating with you at closing. And then they'll append that letter, you know, or somehow it gets in the hands of of the seller to see that this person has gone the extra mile. They're not just uh, not just starting the process last night. They have really put a lot of thought into it. And they are they are bankable. That's right. That's right. And, you know, we say this over and over again. But, you know, when you're in that process, don't do anything like 90 days, same as cash. Talk about that a little bit. Okay. yeah. Yeah. As a borrower and we we give you as far as my team, you know, we're going to give you a checklist to make sure that you're in good shape and you're not going to make any uh, any bad mistakes between the time you start the loan process and the time you close. We're going to do our best. Don't go out and open new accounts. Don't even get an inquiry from the retail company that says, hey, if you'll just fill out this, we'll give you 10% off your purchase. Don't even do that. Don't get a 90 days or a 12 months same as cash. If you get a 90 days or 12 months same as cash, it, it the way the algorithms are today, and they could change, but where they are today, they, it will kill your credit score. It will mess up your income to debt ratios, the way mortgage... Uh, companies calculate that. So wait till after the closing to get all that stuff done. Right. I had a lady, she was a first-time home buyer. She said, Joe, I don't have any furniture. You mean I've got to move into a, an empty house? Well, this particular lady's income-to-debt ratios were pretty high. 
I said, yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Do not go buy that furniture until after this thing has closed and funded. And don't spend six or $7,000 on the furniture you're going to buy before the closing. Would that be assumed? That is right. I had a, I've had, had them call me and say, you know, that 20000 I had in there and we needed 10000 in reserves. They may have owned a lot of property. Uh it's not there anymore. Well, that that can be problematic because now we have to take it out of the equation and rerun it through the the system. Most of the time, it's okay, but you don't want to take chances like that when you're doing high stakes. You're buying a home. That's right, and it you know that's something that a lot of people just don't understand. And mm-hmm. and to me, I you know I'm, I'm a real estate broker, but I'm an appraiser mainly, and I I don't see that end of it as much as uh, you might. So. But coming back to the topic, you know, is where where the challenges are. Yes, there are challenges to home buyers right now. We're in a very competitive market where we have the lowest inventory we've seen in 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 decades. And you know, a year ago, I thought it would be, you know, it can't get much lower than this. But now, there's just nothing on the market. There are we've no had, listings. We've had double digit increases in value, uh, median home price, and. We've got a couple of minutes. Just real quick, uh, median home price, I just want to speak to that right now. That is kind of a skewed number right now because of the number of homes that are over 500000 up to in the millions. There's more of those uh, selling than there are the under 250000 So it skewed the median home price. Appreciation rates are quite a bit lower than the actual median home price. And once the supply gets straightened out again, I'm hoping to see that come back to normal. Wages are going up. So That's as long right. as the rates stay low and as long as wages are going up, we're not in an affordability crisis, but we do need to watch the interest rates. That's right. You know, Joe, I uh, appraised a house yesterday, and the lady said, I've, uh, I bought this house for like 115000 I put a new roof and new heat and air in it. And uh, she said, what do you think it's going to be worth? Well, I worked it up last night and getting ready to turn it in, and it worked out to over 200000 Oh, my goodness. So that lady's going to be, she thought maybe 195 or so, but uh, <laughs> this is a, a hot area in Shelby County, and, and things are just going up. Well, and if you're paying cash for a home, I'm talking to real estate investors as well as home buyers out there. If you're paying cash for a home, I would strongly recommend two things. Get a home inspection and get an appraisal. And if you're not using a mortgage company, then you can call Tom. Get him to just to give you an idea of what the actual value is out there so that you're not overpaying for a home. So I would I would strongly recommend those two things. Well, that sounds good. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, and I'm a mortgage officer. I would love to be yours. You can find me at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the Memphis area, but anywhere you are, I'd love to be on your journey. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Tom King, our expert appraiser, how do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. When we come back, we're going to be sharing some stories from the field. So uh, we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC, 92.1 FM, and WEGRHD2 Memphis, an iHeartRadio station, now number one for podcasting. You're listening to mortgage expert Joe Gardner, author of Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want, and with a golden nugget from the book. Now, you can order Joe's book at jogardner.com. Joe, if somebody is self-employed, can you show them how to get more qualified income for their loan? 
Absolutely. A good mortgage officer, we know how to start at the back of the tax return and move forward. We know what expenses are in there that we can add back to the income for qualifying purposes. Order the book today. You'll be glad you did. jogardner.com. Hi, I'm Rob Drawn. And I'm Shelley Rothman of Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer Law Firm in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Don't want no loving. Don't want no kissing. Don't want no gal to call me honey. Don't want my name in the Hall of Fame. Just want a big fat pile of money. Give me that almighty dollar for that lettuce, hear me holler. Give me buckets full of ducats, let me walk around and waller in Mazuma. El Dinero, want to be a millionaire. Give me money, 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 money. All right, that's right, Tom. You can give me some money, okay? Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And you can also call me the old-fashioned way. I would love to hear your story. I would love to explore your opportunities to get to a life, a better life, quicker. And uh, you can do that at 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have Tom King, who is our expert appraiser with Bill King Company. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're talking about real estate and mortgage markets, where we are, where we've been, and where we're going. It's our 10-year anniversary show for Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Happy anniversary, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, and, you know, we're looking at, uh, we're looking back, we're looking where we are now, we're comparing to where we're going. And what did financing look like 10 years ago? (laughs) Well, Tom, you know, values were down on homes. That's right. That's right. You you know, Joe, I I bought my house in 2005 and the interest rate was five and three quarters. And when I bought it, I said, well, one thing for sure, I won't have to refinance. You (laughs) You missed on that one. (laughs) Because I I thought, man, they can't go any lower than five and three quarters. But uh, I was wrong. I know. I remember you when you refinanced. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But, you know, the values were down 10 years ago. This prevented uh, some underwater homeowners from being able to sell or refinance. Foreclosures were numerous. That's right. Credit was really tight because we had gone through the Great Recession and the real estate crash. And boy, those guidelines, you really had to walk a tightrope to get approved. And it was harder for home buyers to get qualified. In 2011, the Life Saving HARP program, Home Affordable Refinance Program, was introduced, giving homeowners a chance to refinance to a much lower mortgage rate even if they owed more on the home than the appraisal value. That saved so many people from losing their homes. Oh, that's a fantastic program. It was. It's gone now, but it did its purpose. Number two, who were the winners a decade ago? Well, buyers who could buy a home at a discounted price with a low fixed-rate mortgage rate. Those were the winners 10 years ago. That's right. That's right. Real estate investors who could buy rental properties at a low enough price that positioned them to get a positive cash flow day one. Yeah. They were winners. You know, Joe, I'll tell a quick story. I talked to a guy face to face uh, about that time ago, maybe eight years ago, and he said he was from France. Uh huh. And he says, I've done my research, and Memphis, Tennessee is the best place in the world to buy real estate. <laughs> I love it. And he had bought 800 homes and 2,500 apartment units in Memphis, Tennessee. He's putting his money where his mouth was. My and goodness. And he said, this is the best place in the world to buy real estate. And, you know, I was, I hadn't, 
you know, I questioned it a little bit, but my goodness, he was right. He made a haul, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, who were um, who were the people who were challenged a decade ago? Well, I think we can honestly say, as you said earlier in the show, Tom, homeowners who needed to sell or needed financing to fix up their home was in one category. They couldn't. They were underwater in a lot of That's cases. That's right. Lenders who got hit with a flood of foreclosures and the legal complications stemming from loan default fallout. Realtors who spent time and money trying to sell a home that sat on the market for months. Those were challenges. But what's the market like today, Tom? I mean, we're, like we said earlier, we've got the lowest mortgage rates in history. We've got the highest value that we've seen. The highest appreciation also. Right. And, you know, it's just a fantastic time to be in this business because people, like I said before, they're refinancing their house. They're pulling money out. They're, they're getting their credit. I mean, when I talk to people, I try to... You know, be friendly and all that. But one guy said, you know, it was a rough road a few years back, and I had trouble making my note. But, you know, I've turned that corner, and now I'm able to refinance. I can fix this house up. And just he was just ecstatic about being able not only to live in his house, but not his house have to rule over him, but he could rule over the house, Love it. so to speak. <laughs> Very so, well uh, said. Uh, it, it was really good. And, you know, when you look back uh, – there was things like stated income loans. Just walk into the mortgage law officer and say, "Prior to ten years ago, yeah, yes. yeah." I said, "Here's how much money I make." Okay, no problem. Uh, <laughs> what is it? 125 percent loan to value. Oh my word! Uh, yeah, you'd. Lo- it's hard to believe that now. It's hard to believe because the quality of loans is so much better, and that's another reason why. Um, that's why we're not in a bubble. We're now. We're not in a bubble now, right? All not. this stuff. I, I told people I could write a figure on a napkin. And sign my name to it and put an address above it. And just they just about make a loan on it 10 or 15 years ago. Right. And, not today. Uh, not today. The underwriting standards are higher than they've ever been. Well, you know, renters, I want to talk to renters out there. You're seeing your rents go up. In Memphis, uh, rents have increased year over year by, uh, by about 13% and predicted to continue to go up. So if you're renting... I want to encourage you to do what Stephen and Stephanie Standish did. Now, they were in a competitive situation, and they were concerned because they said, we want to buy a house, but we don't want to overpay. We don't want to set ourselves up to be stuck with an albatross. So for them, what gave them peace of mind was getting with with the lender, which was me at that time, and a realtor to make sure they had set up multiple positive exit strategies no matter what the market did in the future of course nobody has a crystal ball but you know you can prepare and give you yourself peace of mind after um they had a they had been very frugal they've been very focused early in their marriage in fact they learned quite a few lessons from the school of hard knocks but after having their first child the standishes needed the road ahead to look different and after setting up a plan to have money deposited directly into savings before they ever saw it, making the move from renting an apartment to buying their first home, the Standishes could see a brighter destination ahead. And with the second child on the way, they couldn't take a lot of chances. They, Like I said, they put a, rent, a good realtor on their team. They did the research for the neighborhood. The realtor found them a house. It wasn't exactly their dream home. But it had a lot of space, and it could be improved and modified over time. They could buy it right within their budget. And here were some exit strategies that they considered. Number one, if they needed to move a few few years later after buying the home, 
that neighborhood went up in value traditionally, not just right now, but over time had traditionally gone up in value. And presumably they would make a profit, even if they had to sell in a few years. Profit strategy, exit profit strategy number two, if the housing market was down and the mortgage rates were high one day when they, whenever they got ready to sell, they could always move and they could rent it because the rent market in that neighborhood, as the realtor had done the homework, it was going up as well. Exit property, profit strategy number three, the FHA government mortgage that they got, uh, it was an assumable loan. Now, that means that later on, if rates were really high and maybe the market wasn't too good, Someone could pay the Standishes a good chunk of money to have the opportunity to qualify with the Standishes mortgage company to assume or take over this very low interest rate loan. I mean, that was worth a a lot of money. That's right. So, you know, think about exit strategies. And if you're thinking about buying a home, I would love to be uh, on that exploration journey with you. But who are the winners in our current real estate market? You know, we know the homeowners that are in, in a position to sell and pocket the highest profit that they couldn't even imagine a few years ago. Um, and people who want to do a cash-out refinance, renovate their home, pay off higher interest rate debt. But, Tom, before we go, I'd, I'd like to share one more example. Sure. Now, this happened... Almost 10 years ago, but it still applies to today. It's Mr. Jones' story. And Mr. Jones, uh, he had a wife with a bunch of medical bills, and he refinanced. He had already paid down a lot of his mortgage. He refinanced back to a 30-year, got a cash-out refinance, so he could get rid of some very high variable rate credit card debt. And uh, I got a call one day, late one afternoon. I picked up my phone. It was Mr. Jones. On the other line, and he told me his story. And he and his wife had good jobs, but his wife got sick and had to quit her job. The income in the household dropped, but not the bills. And as Mrs. Jones' health deteriorated, she ended up in the hospital and then needed around the clock care. Mr. Jones had to come back, cut back on his time that he could work on his job. His income dropped. But uh, unfortunately, Miss Jones never recovered and passed away. And that's when I got the call. His income had dropped, and he said he had no choice but to start using credit cards and was now paying over 15% interest, and the owed balances just kept compounding on him. Uh, He and his wife had paid down the mortgage over the years and only owed about 25% of the value. So what we did for Mr. Jones was we went ahead and refinanced. We added in a lot of the compounding high variable rate interest rate debt into one mortgage, a 30-year mortgage, to get his payments to where he was saving a little under $1,000 a month in cash flow. And his, his plan was to take that extra money and prepay the principal so that he could eventually get the loan paid off in 15 years or less, but at a much more manageable cash flow for him. And, you know, that allows a lot of flexibility. Just because it's a 30-year loan doesn't mean that you have you have to pay it back in 30 years. If you pay just a little bit extra, you can, you can really whittle away on the number of years you pay in that loan. That's right. That's right. So that was an answer to him, and I know that there are some variations of that story for a lot of people. I know there's intergenerational bonding going on where people are cash out refinancing, remodeling their home to bring in a family member. 
it's a lot cheaper to do that than to send them to another facility of some type. So there's all kinds of variations of the Mr. Jones story. That's why I wanted to share it today. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And we have in the studio, of course, our expert appraiser, Tom King. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All right. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC, 92.1 FM, and WEGRHD2 Memphis, an iHeart radio station, now number one for podcasting. Hi, this is Ed Hill with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. He was sad because it sprung a little leak. He said, darn it, when I hold my tube on a piece of paper, the ink leaks out and makes a little streak. He said, I've got to find a way to stop that leak. I'll start working on my leak-proof tube again. I said, Waterman, you idiot, don't stop that leak. You just infected a fountain Right. We're trying to give some good advice up here. Uh, that's right. Always consult with your uh, legal advisor, your financial advisor. We're just, uh, we're, you've got to consult with them on your personal situation. But hey, we're just sharing some things we've learned from our clients and, and situations over the years. That's right. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. In the studio, we have Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company. And how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're going to do something we like to do every single week on Real Estate right. Mortgage Shop. The real estate tip of the week, and I believe, Tom King, you have our yeah. real estate tip of the week. You know, Joe, I was appraising like an 800-square-foot house. Uh, that's what it said on the records, and they probably priced the house based on that. But there was a little area between the garage and the house that they enclosed later that made the house about 100 feet bigger. Mm-hmm. And I, I assume that they priced the house based on the square footage that was provided which uh-huh. was really wrong it right. was it was a lot bigger than that and believe it or not the appraisal came in about 10 or 15,000 over the sales price oh they left some money on the table they left some they? money on the table and it probably would have taken no more than uh, 5 minutes wow to to, to, to draw out. out two boxes and multiply the length time the width and and get the square footage and probably uh, price that house more accordingly. So, you know, if you're getting ready to buy or sell a house and you've made an an addition to a room, you added a playroom over the garage or things like that, be sure you've got that square footage correct. That's right. Take a little time. And, you know, I've got a tip, too. I, I know some of the most common fears that people have when they're buying a house or refinancing, restructuring their financing is nobody can see into the future, really. And uh, how do they avoid uh, problems with the economy and problems with the home? Well, 
I think based on some of the news we're seeing now, inflation is not a temporary thing. We are going to deal with inflation for several years to come. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, financial planners that have and advisors who have been seated across my desk for many years have said over and over again that over the years, inflation, I mean, real estate has been a good hedge of protection against inflation because as products and services, as their prices go up, so does the value on the homes. That's what we've seen in the past. The other one is a fixed rate mortgage. That's the best hedge against inflation you can have. I <laughs> know, because your principal and interest stays the same for 30 years or 15, however long you, your right. loan is. And even though the prices are going up, services and all of that's going up around you, your house payment, now not your taxes and insurance, but your house payment stays the same. So it gives you that margin to build wealth and to uh, create discretionary income. The other fear is... What happens if I buy a house and and it it has a major problems that are going to cost me money? Get a home inspection. That's right. Get a home inspection. Absolutely. But anyway, I've got a couple of I've got some announcements, Tom. On Talk Shop, we appreciate Talk Shop. They sponsor our radio show up here, and Talk Shop offers our community free business networking and education to anyone interested in real estate business or in health and wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock Central at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar Avenue, first floor. That's the Clark Tower if you're in Memphis. You can also join on Zoom. If you want to join online, you can join the party. Go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Click the events tab and hey, you're there. This Wednesday, November 17th, 2021, we have Miranda Griffin of HealthyMidSouth.net, along with business consultant Tim Fleshner. They're presenting Mapping Out Your Life of Great Health. Miranda Griffin has an inspiring personal story of overcoming a crippling illness, and Tim Fleshner has some encouraging messages, too. Thank you. To talk shop sponsor Mary Lou Novak, owner of Mid South Home Helpers, she assists your aging and handicapped loved ones so they can remain comfortably in their own home. Call Mary Lou nine zero one four one four nine six nine six and uh, subscribe. You'll get our weekly blog blog post and podcast in your inbox. You can do that at jogarner.com. Real estate mortgage shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do do it it today. today. That's right. Quick quote corner, okay? All right. The quote of the week. Through perseverance, many people win success out of what seemed destined to be certain failure. Benjamin Disraeli. So (laughs) if you think you're in trouble or, you know, just get with some people who have been there, done that, and come out and gotten over it. And keep trying. That's right. And, you know, I want to invite people to buy the new, my new book, Choosing the, uh, Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want. It is an essential mortgage guide, but it is full of stories of people who have had big dreams, big roadblocks, and how they were over to get, how they overcame how you those barriers. They, a lot of them help themselves. You know, they, well, they're very smart, and you can get that book on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. But before we go off the air, Tom, is there anything you want to add? Well, I wanted to say, give a quick plug for the Bellevue Singing Christmas Tree. I've worked the light at the back of the sanctuary, and I have a lot of fun doing that. And uh, I think it starts on the 8th. Go to Bellevue.org to uh, get your tickets. 
And it's after a two-year wait, I'm expecting something really special. I know it will be. I know. If you want to see a great show with a uh, a huge, like a 75-piece orca, live orchestra, and the best singing and music you'll ever hear. <laughs> I Go know to Bellevue.org. Right. Bellevue.org. All right. Well, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Give me a call after the show, 901-482-0354, jogarner.com. And Tom King, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. The music says we're out of time, uh, are we? Yeah. Hey, and, hey, I've enjoyed this. It's been it our 10-year anniversary show. Uh, hey, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary, guys, and we'll see you guys back next Saturday.